Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now, I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you, too, can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. It's Ray Ann here, your host, and I'm thrilled that you're back this week. So today we're going to be talking about something I've been working on for myself for a while, actually. And I decided it's actually a perfect like perfect topic to share here on the podcast. When I started this podcast, my goal was to talk about topics that will help listeners become balanced in their life. This can mean from a physical standpoint, meaning nutrition and exercise, but it also means from a mental and spiritual standpoint. And that brings me to your personal honor code, okay? It is the principles, the beliefs, and the values that you hold sacred that you will never violate. These are not principles that you've been taught or given to you by your family or religion. They're instead the principles that you yourself must follow or you feel like you've violated the deepest parts of yourself, and that is your soul. You need to understand that your code of honor will set up boundaries and conditions that will limit the potential of options available to you. So I strongly recommend that you look to an honor code or code of honor, keeping this in mind. Remember, by creating a code to live by, you automatically create boundaries that keep people places, and even opportunities out of your life. Creating a personal honor code requires mental strength to know what you want, but also what you don't want. Why would you want to create a personal honor code anyway? Well, a personal honor code is a great place to start if you want to improve your life and its meaning, or to improve even the lives of the people that you love the most. So to help you create a code of honor, there are actually six virtues that will help you create this and you'll just want to consider them. So I'll tell you what each virtue is and what it means as well as offer a little example. Okay. And just keep in mind that all of these virtues that I'm going to tell you about, everybody's going to have a different um, take on them and a different meaning to them based on, you know, just who they are. So each one of you listening now is going to, you know, take it in a different way. Okay. So whatever I'm presenting to you is just an idea. Okay. It doesn't, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's me. Okay. I'm just giving you examples. So anyway, the very first virtue to creating an honor code is benevolence. Okay. So that's, um, the will and desire to give charitably or to have a giving heart, okay? Not just monetarily with money, but spiritually. Benevolence looks for opportunities to do good. So an example would be to give to charity, okay? That's an easy one. Uh, Picking a charity that feels good to you. Maybe it's helping the homeless or helping an animal rescue or volunteering to be a big sister to a child in need, whatever it is, okay? 
benevolence. So it's just the will to do good. And that might be just like helping somebody carry their groceries to their car. It could be anything just with the underlying intent to do good. Okay, that's benevolence. The second virtue is wisdom. Wisdom is not something that you're born with. It's something that you have to earn, you know, by learning more, educating yourself, experiencing life and meeting new and interesting people and so on. An example would be learning a specific part of your job. Okay, let's say that, um, let's say you're an accountant. Okay, but let's say that you really love helping senior citizens retire more comfortably. So let's say that you want to educate yourself more on that part of the business of accounting. Okay, or maybe you're a wellness coach hmm, that wants to help women with autoimmune diseases reduce inflammation and lose weight. Okay, so no matter what you're doing or whatever it is that you want to have wisdom in, it's, it's really like taking time to deepen your understanding and to experience more. And it's going to take time and patience and consistency to acquire more wisdom. But wisdom is definitely something that should be considered when writing your honor code. The third one is courage. Okay, courage is stepping outside of your comfort zone and doing the thing that you know needs to be done, but will be scary or uncomfortable. Okay, think about your life right now. Like think about what you know, you know deep down what you need to do, but it's terrifying. Courage is stepping out and doing what you're afraid of and taking risks so that you can grow forward and not get stuck in your life. I see too many people letting fear get in their way of their courage and it's stopping people from truly living the life that they want to live. All right, the fourth virtue is honor. Okay, of course, we need honor in our honor code, right? So this means carrying yourself with pride and dignity. So so that means like you need to do the things that make you feel this way, proud, right? And honorable. That means being true to your word, not saying or doing anything you'll be ashamed of. Okay, so an example may be um, not to lie to your friends or to not talk behind anyone's back. And, you know, I got to be honest, like, I learned my lesson with that years ago. I wasn't trying to be a jerk to anyone, but I was trying to fit in. And that meant I was saying what I needed to say to the person I was with at the time. Okay, this is not honor. So for me, this was a really big one when I realized that I wasn't being honorable. And I didn't even like really notice that I wasn't until finally something happened to bring it to my attention. Okay. So this is a really important one. They're all important actually, but take a moment to like think to yourself, what am I doing that isn't honorable that I would like to change? Okay. The fifth one is honesty and they kind of, they go hand in hand, but they all go hand in hand. So honesty, of course, it's good to be honest and tell the truth, but it's also important and good to be honest to yourself. We usually think of honesty as being someone who always tells the truth. And yes, that's true, but there's more to it. We need to learn how to use the truth and honesty to be who we desire to be. So an example of having honesty in your code would be to promise yourself that you will always be honest in your marriage or relationships. 
Okay. This can be very hard and hurtful in some cases, but it can be something that you may want to add to your code if your relationships are important to you. So what I mean by this, um, and it doesn't have to be honest. And when I say honest in your marriage, I'm not like, hopefully you're not having to promise to yourself not to cheat and stuff like that. But but maybe that maybe that is true that you need to promise yourself that. But here's the other thing. Being honest in relationships, this is just an example. We got to be honest in everything, right? But honest in relationships could be like being honest when somebody's, you know, making you feel a certain way and having the courage, right? Courage is a virtue to um, tell this person and so that you can actually improve your relationship by being honest. Okay. So that's kind of what I mean there. And then also honesty with yourself. A lot of us, and and I'm going to say us because I mean, I'm included too. We all need to be more honest with ourselves because there's a lot of things that we just avoid by not being honest with ourselves. And that is not helping us live the true, meaningful life that we say we want to live. Okay. So now the sixth virtue is diligence. Diligence itself is that dedicated and careful persistence to work. Anyone who wants to succeed has to have it. Okay, it's that constant drive forward. And it can be in anything you do. It could be in improving your health. It could be improving your career. It could be improving your knitting skills or your writing or your reading or your art or your whatever. Maybe you ride a unicycle. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm just making stuff up now. But so diligence, okay? It's like working towards getting better. Okay, and working forward, growing forward in your life. Okay, so quick review there's benevolence. Okay, that's the will or desire to be good, do good. Then there's wisdom. Okay, becoming more wise and through experiences and education. And then there's courage, stepping outside of your comfort zone, honor. Okay, carrying yourself with pride and dignity and being true to your word. Honesty, okay, being honest with yourself and those around you, and then diligence, okay, being um, very persistent to work and grow, okay. So, so to create a personal honor code, you can either just think it, you know, like in your mind, just be like, okay, well, I kind of have these unspoken, unwritten like codes, you know, this code that I live by, and you probably already do, truthfully. Okay. It may not be formal. It may not be something that you've actually put a name to, but I do believe we all kind of have this like, you know, code, unspoken, unformal code, informal code that we all live by. But when you truly stop and think about it, you can create an actual code. Okay. So um, you can write it out if you want to and keep it close to you. For me, uh, when I started thinking about this a couple years ago, I just kind of thought it in my head. I think I read a blog or I don't know, something, you know, created this thought in my mind to create a personal honor code. I'm sure I either read it in a book or on a blog or something. Don't remember exactly where, but it kind of just started, you know, piquing my interest a little bit. So I did think about it. You know, I thought about it in my head. And I mean, yes, it's kind of obvious that we want to be good, you know, not lie, learn, and so on. But when you take the time to create an actual code for yourself, 
just like any other goal, if you write it down, you'll be more likely to take it serious and actually follow three follow through with it. Okay. At least that's my opinion. So I did write it down. First, I just wrote it on one of the 10 journals <laughs> that I carry around in my backpack. <laughs> you know, you never know which one, you know, they all started out. I got to tell you this for a second. Each journal that I have, you know, one was going to be just for work stuff. And then one was just going to be for like personal stuff. And one was just going to be for like new ideas. No, they all, they're all mixed up now. And I don't know. So whichever one's closest, I grab it and I write in it. So anyway, the first time I wrote out my honor code was in one of those journals. Okay. And then later I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to type it out and make it look cool and fancy. So I like played with fonts. You know, I probably wasted like an hour and a half just typing out this thing and goofing around with it, you know, because I was avoiding doing something probably more important. Actually, I don't know if anything is more important than your honor code, but I'm sure that there was something I was avoiding doing. Anyway, I made a cool font and I finally printed it and taped it inside my planner for the year. Okay. And it's not like I read it every day. Now, I do believe in reading goals every day. And I do believe if you're really struggling with something to read an affirmation daily and remind yourself often. So you could do your honor code that exact same way. So I don't read it every day. But occasionally, I like to read over it when I'm feeling a little shaky. And what I mean by shaky is more like feeling unaligned or tempted to do something that isn't really in my honor code. Okay. So it's easy to be tempted to gossip. It's easy to be tempted to judge people. It's easy to be tempted to take the shortcut. Okay. It's easy to be tempted to cheat. It's easy to be tempted to lie or embellish the truth. So I really don't want to do those things, right? Like no one is perfect and no one will ever be. So I have to catch myself doing these things or leaning towards doing these things. And if I do catch myself, I make a mental note when I'm doing it and I try really hard to not repeat it or to change course, okay? And I just want to say here, I already said I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And I'm not trying to sound like some goody two shoes, like, oh, I'm always honest. I don't gossip. I don't judge. No, I'm actually saying the opposite is that I want to do my best to not do that. But I'm human and I make mistakes and I don't always do the right thing. But when I'm doing that, I try really hard to catch myself and be like, is this how I want to act? You know, and this, I think, comes with age. This comes with maturity. This comes with experiencing and seeing a lot of stuff. Okay, so... So I got to be honest here. I'm, I'm always honest with you on this podcast because I think that's the only way to be. Um, recently, I've caught myself complaining a lot and judging. Okay. Now, I promise I'm not judging my clients because that is the last thing they need from me. I'm here 100% to help them. But I am judgmental of like sometimes my kids and other adults that are in kind of the outskirts of my life. All right. And I don't want to disappoint you by saying that. Okay. But you know, we all do it. We all, at least at a subconscious level, have opinions. And this can turn into judgment when someone isn't acting the way you think they should be acting. Okay. So I don't want to be like this. I really, like, really don't. It drives me crazy when I catch myself doing this. It drives me crazy when I sit and listen to somebody else complain and judge and like talk bad. I don't like it. And I don't want to be like that. 
Okay. So I just think we can all be happier people if we can stop this, but it's hard to stop. And so it takes diligence and true desire to work on it. Okay. Did you notice I use diligence? That's one of the virtues, right? So when I catch myself doing this, I know that it's really more about myself. Okay. Not about the stuff I'm complaining about or the people. So I have to do a serious check-in to see what's going on with me at the moment. You know, what's going on with me? Am I, am I just tired? So I'm being like sensitive and everyone's annoying me? Or am I too overworked? Am I maybe drinking too much coffee and it's making me irritable and anxious, which is creating um, less patience in my life for people and things? <laughs> okay. Am I spending too much time comparing myself mm. or comparing my family to others? Okay, and this could be like looking at social media too much or maybe just looking at the wrong stuff on social media. Am I feeling unaligned in my business? Okay, am I feeling bored? Am I feeling unfulfilled in my partnership and relationships? Am I feeling heard? Am I feeling seen? Am I feeling maybe taken advantage of by certain people? Okay, these are the questions I have to ask myself when I start to do the things or start, you know, acting in a way that does not align with my honor code. Okay, so when you have an honor code, it helps guide you. And when you feel off course and see that you're tending to veer away from your code, then you know something is off or out of alignment and you can start to investigate and dig to see what it is. Okay, this works like a charm for me. I also want to bring back something that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. I mentioned that having an honor code will set boundaries and will keep people and opportunities away. Okay, this can be good and this can be bad. So it's super important to make sure whatever rules or guidelines you come up with for yourself that they are truly what you want. I think too many people create guidelines in their life due to what other people think. Um, for example, many people think getting married and having 2.5 kids, a dog and a cat is what is the right thing to do, but maybe that's exactly opposite of what you actually want to do. So when you're thinking about what you want to allow in your life, make sure you're really setting these goals and aspirations based on what you truly desire, not what you think other people want you to desire. Okay. So I mentioned that certain opportunities will not be available to you if you set up a certain code. What I mean is this, if your honor code is to be a loving and caring mother who lives to create the best possible life for your kids, this can set you up for missing out on a lot of life. It might sound honorable and it might sound like the wonderful thing for a mother to do, but what happens when your kids grow up and no longer need you? What happens to your life if your kids don't have the same values and life goals as you when they grow up? Who then do you become? So this is what I mean by missing out on opportunities. What you decide for your honor code and your soul needs to really matter to you. But try to remember that being too stringent in your code could possibly take you away from exploring new and wonderful experiences. So remember the name of this podcast is Balanced, Fit, and Free. Well, the free part is that of your mental state. Free from unrealistic expectations free from dieting, free from other people's opinions, and so on. I want to encourage you to create an honor code that sets you free, but gives you spiritual guidance at the same time. 
Okay. So I hope that hearing this episode has just given you something to consider. Creating and living by an honor code can help you feel satisfied, fulfilled, and can give your life a deeper meaning. As we age and become more wise through our experiences, this honor code idea seems more doable or more likely or maybe more necessary. I think that's because we realize time's ticking away. And as the time ticks away and we have less of it left, we start to realize that we want our life to be more meaningful. The honor code helps to give you more meaning, okay? It is not meant to be about your looks or your weight or your hair, or even how much money you have. It's meant to help you live your life to the fullest and most meaningful way possible. One thing that helped me create my honor code was to think about what people would say about me or remember about me when I die. Who would attend my funeral? What would they say about me? Who would they remember? Like who, like who, what part of me, you know, would they remember? I'm pretty sure that nobody's going to remember my amazing biceps (laughs) or my amazing leg muscles. (laughs) I'm just kidding. They're not amazing. Or how my hair looked. But I hope they do remember the important stuff. Like, what do you want people to say about you at the end of your life? What can you do today to start living in full integrity for yourself? What will your honor code be? So I was going to share mine with you. Like I had it pulled out and ready to read, but I'm, I'm not going to. I think, I think it's important to keep this personal, right? I mean, it's, it's what I want. It's really nobody's business but my own. And yours should be like that too, okay? This is deep and personal, all right? So, so I'm not going to read you mine, but I've given you some tips throughout um, to help you create yours. And maybe you've gotten a few ideas that, of what mine says, So here I am, I want, bringing this up again, but I want to mention that I'm currently enrolling for my new membership, Club BFF. To me, the membership is a perfect place for the woman who wants to live like this, a woman who wants to live with integrity and wisdom and honesty and honor, courage and diligence. This club is more than a diet plan or workout program. It's a lot more than that. It's about living a life of true meaning and surrounding yourself with other women who desire the same. So if you want to learn more about Club BFF, please check the show notes or um, for a link. Um, or you can just contact me personally at rayannmullins at gmail. Or you can direct message me on Instagram, which is at ramfitlife or Facebook, Rayanne Mullins. I, you know, I'm so excited to get our first challenge going in November. And so I must say that our first challenge is actually not a sexy one. Okay. It's not... Um, super, super exciting, but it is probably one of the most powerful ones that I'm going to run. And this challenge is something that many of my clients say was the foundation to finally creating the change they were after. So I hope you'll join me to have these same feelings and realizations. Um, Again, if you listen to this podcast and you enjoy it and you listen to it every week, then Club BFF has been designed and created just for you. Okay, so please at least consider it. And thank you again so much for being here. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will catch you back here next Tuesday and you have a good one. Ciao. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. 
And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot. Hot.